The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 190. Sunday, March 4, 2012. This is The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 190. We are inching our way toward 200. We're going we're gonna to pass the sound barrier in like 500 episodes. <laughs> I am Rob, you are Greg, and guess what? Guess where we are? Once again, the Burger King parking <laughs> lot in Nutley, New Jersey. Oh, God. Franklin <laughs> Avenue. Well, in the daytime, I don't know if we've ever recorded here in, in the daytime. No, actually, it's our first daytime. Usually, we're, it's at night. Burger King parking lot. You can look at some of the ducks. Uh, so why are we here? I don't know. We're, we just happen to be here. Oh, well, well, oh, all where, right. where did we come from? <clears throat> so we were at the uh, Clifton Commons at the movie theater. Theater. For a 3D adventure. <laughs> no, it was not Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> no. It was. Uh, it was not Ghost Rider Part oh, Two. God. 3D. Was that in three? That was in three D. Yeah, it's in three D. Hey, hey. My, and there was another. My, my face is on fire. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> wasn't there another movie in? Th oh, it wasn't Hugo. I don't think that's still out. Yeah, they had it in three oh. D. Well, everything's in three D. And it was not Beauty and the Beast three D. Ah. Which was also at that theater. It no. was. It was um, Steve Perry and Journey. <laughs> Don't stop believing. <laughs> what is the actual name of the movie? Journey to the... It was Journey to Mysterious Island. Yes. In 3D. Yeah. Starring... Uh, Do you smell what The Rock uh, yeah, the, is cooking? The Rock... Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yes. And? And uh, the uh, the boy was played again by Josh Hutcherson. He's the only... Well, and the mother, Kristen Davis, cameo. No Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Fraser. Fraser, whatever. Um, and then uh, Vanessa Hudgens was in it. She's like... Um, Is that the guy's brother? No, no. She was the uh, the girl. Vanessa Hudgens. She's who, who played from the, the boy? high school musical. The girl! No, but who played the boy? That was Josh Hutcherson. Oh. And, um... Not for a second. I thought they had the same last name. No. And, um, her father was played by, uh, a really funny guy, Luis Guzman. Yeah. It's very funny. How does he sound? Like, hey, man, no. me, Luis no, no, Guzman, no, no, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> yes, he does. Does it sound like Cheech? <laughs> he does. No, man, it sounds like this. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, that's a big spider. <laughs> so who else was in the movie? Sounds like Tracy Morgan. Um, and that's my Michael Caine was Michael in the movie. Michael That's right, I was in the movie. <laughs> I, I, I got, uh, I was in, I was on a boat, and I got stuck on an island, and I said. Wait a minute, this happened to me before in the movie. The island. Mm. I got struck in the island with a bunch of pirates. I said, what are these pirates doing here? So I said, I'm stuck in this island. I got, I got to send a radio wave, but I can't send it over the air like you would any other radio wave. I'll have to send it to a satellite. <laughs> a satellite which doesn't work in radio <laughs> waves. Yeah, what was he talking about? All right, wait, we'll get to that in a second. So but... then I said... I'm stuck in this island. I need people to help me. So basically, wait, 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 hold on. That movie, The Island, was that the one that we that that you yes reviewed yeah. a while ago on the podcast, yeah. where it was like he got captured by inbred pirates. Yes, yes. <laughs> <coughs> it was another Michael Caine nineteen eighties gem. Yeah, the early nineteen eighties. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right, so Journey Two. We just saw it in three D. Three D. 
Not IMAX 3D. The IMAX? No. Could have seen that. That IMAX? Well, it wasn't. IMAX? And we were in the first row. <laughs> and we got stuck. I didn't know that this movie would be so popular. We walk in the theater. Uh, the only seats available were... Uh, uh, the only seats available were in bowl. the very first row. Literally, the... Fr- that was a dolphin. What? It's a goose. <laughs> I know, but it was sticking its butt up, and it looked like the look. It looks like the mouth of a dolphin in the lake. <laughs> like, how did a dolphin get into this? Little... That looks nothing like a dolphin. I, out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw a dolphin. I'm All sorry. right, Ace Ventura. <laughs> do, so, do you know the dolphin? Is it calling you Tom? So we sat in the very front row. Our necks were like yeah. whiplash. That wasn't actually that uncomfortable. And of course, it was. It was like we were at the bottom of the screen looking up. So everyone's heads looked tiny and their bodies looked gigantic from the perspective. And their feet were huge. I was going to say to you, why is Michael Caine's shoes so big? It's <laughs> the perspective. But the 3D, it was, it actually worked very well. Yeah. Well, it was like the first movie, you know, 3D worked well. Yeah. So what'd you think? It was good. It was kind of funny in some places, and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, 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 action adventure, whatever. They were riding bees. <laughs> kind of like a Honey I like, Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, like yeah. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. They're riding an ant. On the Paunch Stevenson show scale of one to three, I'd give it a solid two. What? No three? Well, to me, a three is like, oh my god, you have to rush out and go see this movie immediately. Yeah, flock of seagulls. Goose. I would, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm not saying drop what you're doing and rush out and see this most amazing movie of all time. I'm just saying it's a good, solid movie. If you get a chance, go see it. At one point in the end, I I was thinking about, uh, there's a funny part where Michael Caine... um, Michael Kine. It was at the end there. It's me, Michael Kine. Wait a minute. It was at the end there. And, like, when they... What the heck? What part is it? They didn't know what to do. And I thought of something funny. Now, now oh, I Oh, the compass it. was telling them the wrong direction. No, no, no. no it wasn't that. They and were I, on the rock that was breaking apart? No, no, no. no. I, I was thinking of, like, another Michael Caine movie. And then I just forgot. Oh, Jaws 4? Yes! Uh, oh, well, yeah. Well, Lou the... Well, there was a shark there, and immediately I was like, I, 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 I've got to fly another plane into the shark's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of movies with sharks. <laughs> oh, the bees! <laughs> when he's riding the bees, I'm, yes. all of a sudden I'm thinking of the swarm! The Astrodome. <laughs> Where he's, got a dry, he's driving the Volkswagen Beetle with seven million bees following him into the Astrodome so he can gas them all. That's what I was thinking. So stupid. I've got to fly this giant beast right into the Astrodome. I could I could hit him with a bunch of uh, pesticide again and there'd be no more bees. So he was, so in this movie, Journey 2, Michael Caine was, yeah, like there was, said, there was, was like, literally, there was like a piece of every Michael Caine movie ever made in this was, movie. Actually. So, like we said, it was a pretty good movie. It was fun. Yeah. The 3D was very good. It was very well done. And I said at the end of the movie, I said this was, unlike the first um, Journey to the Center of the Earth with Brendan Fraser, even though it was in 3D, I, I felt like there were very few scenes that actually made fun use of the 3D. Yeah. But this movie, I could actually tell whoever directed it or was the cinematographer or whatever, it was designed to be in 3D. Like the way yeah. like the the way the shots were set up and everything, which is good. It was good 3D filmmaking. Yeah. But you know, it, it was a fun movie. Michael Caine was dressed like Indiana Jones. <laughs> there was an Indiana Jones reference. Yeah, there was briefly. a Star Wars reference. There's a Star Wars reference. Yeah, you're you're older than Yoda. Oh, I'm just saying that, that you know they threw in pop culture references in there. And then The Rock sang a song. <laughs> yeah, The Rock was terrible. All of a sudden, it became a musical. For <laughs> a few minutes, but oh, uh, and so all right, so that was good. But then, what happened at the beginning of the movie? What? All of a sudden, the Looney Tunes music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, we think be- the movie is coming movie. on. Yeah, before the movie started. <laughs> and then there was a short film. <clears throat> yeah, an but animated it, short. It was it was CGI. It was Daffy Duck singing and Elmer and Fudd coming after him, trying to kill him. But it said starring Mel Blanc. It was not Mel Blanc. It's a Daffy's Rhapsody or something. No, da- I guarantee you. The Daffy part was really Mel Blanc. It sounded just no, like him. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. It sounded just like him. How could that be Mel Blanc? He's because, been dead for how many years? Because what I think what they did was, I think that they took a Looney Tune short from way back when, like the song that he sings, and I think they just made that into CGI. Maybe. We're going to have to investigate this. We don't have a smartphone and we can look it up now, but... No. That's what I think they did. We'll find out. Because it's but, a, the but Daffy that, sounded just like him, and I've I've and, I've watched some of their newer movies, and the Daffy he sounds okay, but he doesn't doesn't sound just right, like well, Mel Blanc right, did. Well, for the next episode, we will follow up and and uh, we'll we'll get back to you on that. In the credits at the end of the short, though, it did say Billy West did the voice of Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd, but not Daffy. I'm hunting wabbits. Wabbits. It's <laughs> wabbit season. <laughs> You're despicable. Bang, bang here, bang, bang there. Bullets flying everywhere. I can't stand it any longer. I get weak and they get stronger. Hunters to the right of me. Hunters to the left I see. Over hill and over dale. Bullets whipping past my tail. There's no rest and there's no peace. Won't be shooting ever cease. Morning, noon, and through the night. That's why I look such a fright. Bang, bang, bang. I'm only 16 yards ahead. Bang, bang, bang. They're shooting straight at me. Definitely took me by surprise. That was like it was old 3D. style. Yeah, it was in 3D, but that was like the old style. Like back, you yeah. know, 50 years ago, people would go to the movies. There'd be an yes. animated short film. They get some news updates before the yes. movie starts. Um, yeah, and you know, the news would come on, and be like, in uh, in Europe today, they uh, uh, Adolf Hitler take over Germany. Okay. <laughs> There was in in the World Series uh, played uh, New York Yankees defeated uh, uh, St. Louis four games to two. You know, and it happened like two weeks ago and nobody knew. Wow. Yeah. Now I don't know if it was because of the 3D glasses or just because because our necks were craned back. We were so close. The movie wasn't that long. It was an hour and a half, yeah. which is great. But then we both we got up. We walked outside of the movie theater. We got outside. It we was like see. it was like we had been asleep for a hundred years. It was like oh my god, the light is blinding me. It's weird. It's very bright. All right, next. Not used to all that brightness. So punch the 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 Ponch Stevenson show. We say Journey Two in three D. Good movie. It was yeah. fun. Next. Remember how a couple of times you've you've detailed some of these vivid dreams that you've had? Like what? I, I don't remember. I, you've done all it right, before. Right. I try to only do that very rarely. I had this... Because normally most of my dreams are really stupid. And they're, they just serve no purpose. They're basically me being aggravated in a dream. So I'm like... <laughs> 
Well, what is the use to this? Nope. I get up and I'm aggravated from being aggravated while I'm sleeping. No Freddy Krueger? No. All right. Um, so I had this vivid dream a couple, a couple of weeks ago. Very strange. So basically, it starts off with... I'm in some kind of bedroom, but not any bedroom that I've ever been in before. I think I'm in some kind of bedroom, okay. and of course, Eliza Dushku is there. Ah, the Dush. yes. Okay, guys, this is really Eliza Dushku, and you're listening to the Ponch Stevenson Show. That's right. Awesome. But it's not just her. There's some other woman who I somehow concocted in the dream to be her sister. Okay. Who is like a fatter, older version of her. Very strange. Okay. It's getting very weird. So, you know, so there's like some interaction there or something or other like that. So then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm now setting up their, like, VCRs for them. VCRs? <laughs> and not just one, like ten of them at once. <laughs> like this wall unit full of VCRs. Weird. So then, VCR. you know, and I'm talking to him and, and talking to her and everything. But, but wait, is this present day or is this in the 1980s? No, this is this present day. And Eliza Dushku still uses a VCR. Apparently. All right. So, I do. or at least her fatter, older sister. sister who doesn't exist does. Fictitious sister. So, I, all of a sudden then, it then transitions to me setting up the VCRs. But I'm not in the bedroom anymore. I'm now on the sidewalk. Okay. Of, of a street, like in front of somebody's house, and she's not there anymore. So I'm setting them up, and all of a sudden there's this line of people appear going all the way down the street. Line of people. And then as the line's going through, you're there. One of the people waiting in this line. Is it me? Yes, it's you. Rob. Yeah, yeah. Why would I say it's you if it's not you? I'm just, just trying to get the story straight It's here. the older, fatter version of you. It is? No. Okay. So, I see you there, talking to you, say, where are you going? And you said, I'm going to some concert or something or other. So I'm like, all right, well, once I'm finished, I'll meet up with you or something. So all of a sudden, it starts to rain. Okay. I'm, so I'm setting up these VCRs starting to rain. I'm like, I'm like, all right, uh, <laughs> hell with this. Whoops. Hell with this. Uh, it's raining. <laughs> So then I, I go, and all of a sudden now I'm in this complex, this like, this like, um, like, concert hall, where is where you said you were. So I go into the concert hall, and I'm looking for you. Your name is written on a piece of paper of people that are there, but I can't find you. I can't find her. So I'm like, where is everybody? So all of a sudden, it transfers again. I, I go. I walk out of the concert uh, hall. I go out the door. When I go through the door, I'm in an airport. <laughs> and all of a sudden, airport. in the airport, guess who comes walking up from an airport with a bag? A guy who won't even fly. Mr. T? No. <laughs> Ed Begley. Oh, uh, what? Ed Begley appears in my it's dream. Me, Ed Begley. He's, he's like, hey, how's it going there? And I'm like... What the heck's going on? And then I woke up. So somebody was like making noise or something and it woke okay. me up. Okay. This is a recurring dream? No, it happened one time. Normally, How do you remember all the, these details? It, it, it was just for some reason, right when I woke up, I guess because I was like still like in it, it, it I was able to recall a lot of it. And I, I woke up and I literally got out of bed and wrote it down so I wow. wouldn't forget it. Because I just was like, because this I, is so strange, I have to write this down. Once in a while, I'll have a crazy dream like that. But then five minutes after I wake up, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember I had a crazy dream, but I can't remember anything about it. Yeah. It just vanishes. But I remember I, I had the dream. I hate that. By writing it down, I'm able to recall it. Wow. That's crazy. So that was insane. Crazy dream. This guy, uh, you know the restaurant Red Robin? Yeah. Burgers. Well, we go to that fairly often. 
I like the hamburgers there. We get the veggie burgers. And one of the waiters there is this guy named Sal. Okay. I know some people who actually work there. And this guy, Sal, I think maybe he's, I don't know, like 15 years younger than we are or something like that. But one time he was serving us and we got to talking and he's from Belleville. So, you know, like every time we go in there now, he's like, hey, it's the guys from Belleville or whatever. So the last time we were there, he wasn't our waiter, but he came up to us and we talked and stuff. And then, and he said that he and his friend were going to this restaurant and they were having an eating contest. And I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was a $500 grand prize if you could eat. Uh Uh-oh. Um, if you could eat 24, you know, full hamburgers with the bun and sauce and everything, like 24 hamburgers, cheeseburgers, or whatever it was. Not little, like, little miniature white cat, like 24 full size, it it was basically 12 pounds of hamburgers. Wow. 12 pounds of chopped beef. (laughs) If you can do that... He was if he could do that, he was gonna win five hundred dollars. Okay. I don't I don't know how anybody could do that, but that's insane. Yeah. Um this other thing actually wait, was it no, it wasn't twenty four him him and his friend had to each eat twenty four hamburgers to win the five hundred dollar prize. Two people? Had to each eat 24 hamburgers. Not really fair. Why? It should be... Should have your own. Why should you have to rely on somebody else? <clears throat> Can't pull up... Pull their weight. You know how annoyed I would be if I had... <laughs> if I got through 24 hamburgers and you didn't? <laughs> and we lost? Well, I would make you eat them all until you puked. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh... I saw this on Yahoo. For some reason, it was on the front page of Yahoo. Something to do with someone found an old picture. And the guy in the picture, the, the, this person who found the picture, is claiming... It's, it's like from the 1800s or oh, 1600s or something. It's the Civil War stuff. The guy is claiming that the person in the picture is Nicholas Cage. Yeah, so that's right. I'm a vampire, man. Yeah, and that, right. therefore... Since this 150-year-old photograph is of Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage is still alive today, therefore, the only logical explanation is Nicolas Cage is an immortal vampire. Yes. Yes. He is a vampire. A vampire. Well, yeah. Well, actually, when I... What do you think? Well, I think that's nonsense, but... (laughs) When, uh, did I tell? I don't know if I said this on the show, but when I went to the Regis and Kelly show, and Jerry O'Connell was the host, mm-hmm. and I met him, one of the bits that they did at the beginning was they went to the website that has all this stuff, and they were showing <laughs> pictures, and they found the picture of Jer of a guy, you know, taken probably from the Civil War or something from back then, who looked just like Jerry O'Connell. Really? Yeah. So he was like, "Oh my God!" He's like, "Yep, you know." I really, I, I, it's true, you've got me. I am a 400-year-old vampire. Ah. <laughs> and then they have, like, John Travolta and some other people. Now, the funny thing is, I mean, that's that's already funny to begin with, but... Um... Hey, hey, excuse me. Uh, I want to suck your blood, okay? <laughs> hey... Hey, hey man, hey. Hey man, can hey. I suck your blood? Hey, hey Lex Luthor. Uh have you got any blood? Type B <laughs> B negative. negative is 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 really good stuff, okay man? <laughs> what's even funnier, as hilarious as that is, what's even funnier is a few episodes ago of Saturday Night Live, you know, on the weekend update, yeah. Seth Myers will He'll have, like, hey, it's this person, and one of the cast members will come out and pretend, you know, like, do an impersonation of a celebrity. It's Weekend Update. So, so Seth Meyers said, hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's Nicolas Cage, and Andy Samberg comes out and does his Nicolas Cage. Oh, God. But 
Terrible. Nicolas Cage also came out with ah. him. It was the dueling Nicolas Cage. Ah, I missed that. <laughs> and they were talking about how he's a vampire and he lives forever. <laughs> well, what did they sound like? He sounded like what you just sounded like. Yeah? You, you sound like me? Yes. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, wait a minute. No, you see, I, hey, man, I'm Nicolas Cage, man. That's what it was. It was the dueling Nicolas Cage. Hey. It was funny. Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage? <laughs> very kind of you, Nick. <laughs> you look great, too. Guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here. How is this possible? I'm looking at two identical <laughs> Nick Cages. Well, Seth, I can explain if you just calm down! <laughs> oh. Okay, as everyone knows, my dream as an actor is to appear in every film ever released. <laughs> However, until now, I've only been able to muster a measly 90%, bringing shame upon my dojo. Sure, of course. But fortunately, today, science has prevailed, and I'm proud to announce that my cloning experiment has finally come to fruition. I'm sorry, cloning experiment? Well, that's exactly right, Seth. I am his clone. Oh. Well, that does make sense, because you two are identical. In every way. Not in every way, Seth. Well, while physically we are exactly the same, there are some slight differences personality-wise. Yes, for example, this Nick is calm and stealthy like a ninja warrior. Whereas this Nick is an exaggerated, screaming psychopath <laughs> just doesn't exist. That's high praise. <laughs> I, just, um, I need to get this straight. So only one of you is currently starring in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which opens this coming Friday. That's right, Seth. And it's not to be missed, for it has the two key qualities of a classic Nick Cage action film. Number one. All the dialogue is either whispered or screamed. <laughs> And of course, number two... Everything in the movie is on fire. <laughs> wow, I, mean, oh. I have to say it sounds great. Hey, you mind your manners, hair gel! Oh, now let's, let's just calm down, Nick. Let's do our self-esteem exercises where we pay each other compliments. All right, very well, I'll begin. Nick, I love your charisma. Nick, I love your lion's heart. Nick... I love your sense of humor. Dry and marbled like a quality beefsteak. No A1 sauce required for this jester. For the tangy flavor rises from within. Also, I love your scent. Musky and masculine. Like that of a silverback gorilla in a form-fitting leather jacket. That's high praise. It's just great how much you guys support each other. Well, it's easy to support a man with the rugged, smoky features of a cunning cigar store Indian. And eyes that sparkle and pierce the hearts of women, both old and middle-aged alike. <laughs> and that is the true meaning of Black History Month. I, I just don't know what you mean by that, Nick. Now, nevertheless... The time has come for us to ride on to our next adventure. What is that? We're going to have a three-way with the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, so, um, 
What are we at here? Twenty-four. All right. What do you 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 go? All right. Uh, I don't. Did you see the picture I sent you of Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> yes. He looks like a, like a this like like heroin addict homeless bum. I know. What the heck happened to him? Is that a real picture? Is that yes. like for a role, movie role, or something? No, it's just him on the street. Oh my god! <laughs> he looked like a like a like a a, a skeleton or something. He looked, looked like terrible. He, was, he, he looked like he was seventy years old, a skeleton, <sighs> a, ho- a hobo. That's the Home Alone guy. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. That was what it was like twenty years ago. Longer. 22 years ago, he was in Home Alone. Now he looks like this? What happened to his millions? I don't know. Drugs. <clears throat> um, we have a George Lucas update. Her. Or, well, it, it's, not, it's kind of an update, but it's okay. something I wanted to get your opinion about. All right. I want the yeah. truth because this man is a pathological liar. I I I I I never tell a lie. <laughs> so again, I was reading I'm, this I'm, article. I'm like the Vulcans. I, I sent this to you. I was reading yeah. an article. Okay. And you know how in the Star Wars: yeah. A New Hope episode four uh-huh. special editions or, yeah. or whatever, like these re-releases. Yeah. In in the um, the what is it called? The bar. Cantina. The cantina. Most icily cantina. <clears throat> yeah, in the cantina, the guy Greedo shoots Han Solo first. Yeah, that's how that's how I always intended it to go. So to George happen. Lucas is setting the record straight yeah. once and for all. He 100%. said, if yeah. you go into the, the Lucasfilm vaults and you look at all the footage, he said, from day one, Greedo shot first. In the wide-angle takes, Greedo shot first. The reason nobody thought that Greedo ever shot first mm. is because the cuts that made it into the final movie, the, the, the scene that made it into the final movie originally, they were very close-up, tight shots on, their, on, on each character's head. Therefore, you couldn't see Greedo shooting first. Is he correct, no. or is he just completely full of garbage? The problem is, technically... And, and wait a minute. And if he is lying, why? Why would he lie and say if you go into the vaults, because it was he's always pathological? Well, that's true. But no, <laughs> good point. Technically, technically, he's correct. If you want to, in what way? If here's the thing. Technically, you can't disprove him or prove him. <laughs> and here's why. When they initially did the scene, as with much of the first Star Wars movie, they had budget issues and time issues. It was taking too long, costing too much money. So he had to do a lot of shortcuts. One of the shortcuts in that scene was, rather than, you know, going crazy with a laser gun effect and all that, they just weren't going to be able to do it. I forget what, you know, the reason was... um, you know, it, it was in the People vs. George Lucas when the, the the guy who was a producer, uh, what the heck was his name? Gary something or other. Um, but he said it. He's like, you know, we shot it and, you know, we just, we had to rush through it. Yeah. So what happened was, you know, they probably shot it from different angles, normal. The original cut had a tight shot. Well, here's how it happened. Original cut had a a wide shot from the back, and you at the table. You were Han Solo was facing Greedo, yeah. and you could see him. The the scenes were showing him undoing his holster and pulling out his gun. Who? Han Solo. Okay. And he was put. He had it on his on his leg. You know, like a like a western. Right. Under the table now, just, so the other guy couldn't see it. Secretly getting yes. ready. Because the other guy had his gun pointed at him. Yeah. So his back was to to the camera. What happens originally is Greedo goes with the subtitles. But what he's really saying is, you know, I've been waiting a long time for this, Han Solo, blah, blah, blah. And so then Han Solo goes, yeah, I bet you have. And all of a sudden you see immediately it cuts to an explosion, smoke, a laser sound. Right. And Greedo drops to the table. Okay. Then Han Solo gets up. Looks around, 
very casually, walks over to the bartender, flips him some kind of coin, and he says, I forget what he says, he says like, uh, you know, hey, this is for the mess or something like that. Okay. You know, very cavalier. <clears throat> right. You know, like, you know, like he's some, you know, not an outlaw, but, you know, he's like, he's a gunslinger. Right. And that's what made the, the scene so great. It's one of the greatest scenes in movie history. This, this crackpot goes and has to change it. <laughs> so what he well, says... But wait a minute, but wait a minute. He's technically, I, I guess I would say he's not you changing can't. it. He's not changing it, he's clarifying it. The problem is you can't prove him wrong because in the wide shots, the original wide shots didn't have special effects in them. Okay. So he could do whatever he wanted to say, oh, he shot first. Yeah, you could do it with the laser beam. The problem is, Ian, what he initially did, we did that thing where he tried to move his Han Solo's head and it just looked ridiculous. So stupid. The problem is the way, and here's the, the reason I would argue against him. The way Harrison Ford played the scene yeah. was that he was in total control and he was going to kill this guy. He knew he was going to hit him. Right. So this was like, you know, this was like, uh, like, uh, you know, like, you know, like Godfather type stuff. Right. He knew it was going to happen. He was going to hit him first. And that's what he did. That's how he played the scene. Harrison Ford. He didn't flinch. Right. Wouldn't it, if he was shot, even at the same time, wouldn't he have flinched? No. I mean, he would have done something. He didn't react at all because he wasn't shot at. Well, there we go. He took the initiative to say, I bet, I, you know, say, you know, what the, what the, I bet you have, and boom, shoots him dead. Yeah. Gets up and walks out. So it's very clear. It's very clear. Here's the problem, and here's, I think, where Lucas, maybe why he wanted to change this. In the rest of the movie, Han Solo is, you know, because of Harrison Ford, it's why it's so great. He's kind of this, like, um, you know, kind of, hokey in a way i mean he is he is kind of an outlaw but at the same time you know he's he's funny he gets frustrated you know and then he you know he has this softer side that he shows eventually right and he really doesn't do that anywhere else in the movie except for that scene so the scene in a set in a kind of the scene is very out of place somewhat so maybe that's what annoyed him about it. I don't know. But my problem is, look, if that's the way you want it, it's too late. It's not <laughs> our fault. It's not, It's your fault for not having Harrison Ford play the scene differently. You're the director. Right. you got to get the actor to play it <laughs> like you want it. This nonsense we say, oh, well, the technology. No, that's, that's, that's nonsense. That's not true. Because if that were the case, he would have had Harrison Ford play that scene right. differently than he did. Well, right. If if Greedo was always meant to have Shoot shot first, first and how, how, could, come how could this table? assassin miss him from, you know, two feet away? Well, how could he miss ridiculous. him two feet away? But also, it, they're sitting at this small table across from each other. Yeah. Wouldn't George Lucas have said, okay, in post-production, we're going to add a laser beam, but for now... Greedo's going to shoot you for duck, duck or move duck. out of the way or something. Nothing. No. He sat still very calmly. Yeah. So, yeah, George Lucas is a liar. Well, not only that, but they CGI'd it so that you could see Harrison Ford's, uh, Han Solo's gun, which originally you could not see because it was under the table. Right. He shot him from under the table. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, idiot. Should have left it alone. So we got uh, another idiot to talk about. Who? Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah, you know, so they still talk about Ghostbusters 3, but it sounds like Aykroyd is going to go forward with this, and Bill Murray is not going to be in it. Because so he, he won't do it. So who's going to play, um... I don't know. Uh, Aykroyd, somebody said Aykroyd was talking about recasting him. That's never going to go over. What was his character's name? Peter Venkman. Peter, yeah, who's going to play Peter Venkman? Either he's not going to be in it, or he's going to recast him. Uh, Which who, people are going to hate. Who could they get, though, to replace Bill Murray? I don't know, Chevy Chase? Oh, God. <laughs> be kind of the reverse? Ted McGinley? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the reverse? What do you mean? 
But didn't Bill Murray replace Chevy Chase on the Weekend Update and all that? Yeah. No. no. He did. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he replaced him. No, no, no. He just replaced him in general. Wait, on Weekend He did Weekend Update. Oh, well, Bill Murray. But, but he also replaced him in general. As but I'm, just, I'm just saying, you replaced him. Yeah, they could get Chevy Chase. Can you imagine Chevy Chase is a Ghostbuster? No. Um, and speaking of Saturday Night Live and, and similar things, somehow, I don't know where I came up with this. I was reading maybe IMDb or something. Did you know this? That when they initially were doing Seinfeld, that one of the people they had they were thinking about using as for George Costanza was Paul Schaefer? What? Yes. No, I didn't know that. Paul? <laughs> hey, yeah, Dave. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey. That's funny, Dave. It's me. It's me, Paul Schaefer, Dave. Yeah. I, I apparently, like... Yeah, I wrote, I wrote It's Raining Men. <laughs> they, yeah, apparently, I guess, Larry David, because he knew him from Saturday Night Live and all kinds of stuff. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. He must have put out some kind of casting call for bald men. Oh, short bald men, and they were going to have Paul that, Schaefer. That I mean, would have been a disaster. Oh, man. I mean, the, the first, like, season... It was, it was canceled a couple of times, right, or something? Seinfeld? No. Yeah. Something like that, I don't know. Well, it wasn't like no, was no, no, question no. about whether it would be Larry renewed. David kept wanting to get it. Canceled. Oh yeah, I know. He, yeah, well, he's. Neurotic. I can't write another season. I can't take it. Oh, too much pressure. Oh. Yeah, Paul that, Schaefer. Yeah, that that would have been so wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. <laughs> Gonna play some music, Jerry. <laughs> the Kramer could have been David Letterman. Hey. <laughs> Then it would have been canceled after a season. We have a celebrity death. Oh, boy. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. She was... Uh, 48? That, that's that young? I think so. Wow. Whitney Houston... I don't have the info with me, the born and the died. I don't, oh. have, I don't have the exact dates with me, but she's dead. Yeah. Um, From Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, the, the weird thing is, um, they haven't said uh, officially what the cause was. Well, it's the same as Heath Ledger and... But it's got to be drugs. I mean, she's had a known prescription drugs, a known drug problem for many years. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that she's been doing, uh, uh, you know, street drugs in a very. I don't think she's done street drugs in a long time. But the problem is, you know, the Dr. Drew was on, um, on Bill Maher's show. Oh yeah. And they were talking about it, and Dr. Drew was saying he's like, look, you know, the fact is, if you go back Next. forty or fifty years, now. All right. All right. All right. He's like, you know, if you go back 40 or 50 years, you look at celebrities, he's like, you know, pretty much most of the guys, because they were joking about Keith Richards, like, here, this guy's still alive, done every drug on earth. But he's like, you know, unless you were an IV drug user, you know, like Jim Morrison or, or something like that, or Hendrix. He was? Yeah, heroin. IV. Oh, oh yeah. Heroin, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. I got you. Um, unless you were like, a, I, yeah, unless you were like an IV heroin user back then. I thought you meant like the Michael Jackson IV. Nah. <laughs> You know, you pretty, he's like, you pretty much survived. Now, I, he, yeah. he left out the guys who drank themselves to death. A lot. You know, yeah. like Von Scott and John Bonham and... and um, Keith Moon. Keith Moon, yes. Um, but, uh, and, and Janis Joplin, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, there's some of those people, but... Um, Mama Cass. Who? Mama Cass. She didn't drink herself to death. I don't know, she did something. Fat. Choked on a ham sandwich. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I think that was, think that was the joke. That's but. the old rumor. Anyway, it, basically what he said is, were these people like Elvis and, and then Michael Jackson, you know, the problem with these people is they, they, they take all these, like Corey Haim also, they take all these prescription drugs. Gary Coleman. No, he, he didn't overdose. I don't know. He just died. What you talking about? Yeah. So what, you he, talking what about? he said is the problem is is, is the, the abuse of prescription drugs and and it's and sometimes it's not even a lot of them but if you drink a lot of alcohol and mix it yeah you you, you could die yeah. yeah Whitney Houston mm. dead so um 
What else did you have there? I had two more things. Uh, well, on, I have bad news. Oh, that then I have one other thing. <laughs> Very sad, bad oh, news. Oh boy! Oh boy! Depressing, infuriating news. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Evidently, Michael Bay oh, God. is not finished nope. raping our childhood. No, nope. he's 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 not. He's done. still at it. Rapist. <laughs> he announced, or someone announced. In the year 2014. 2014? It's waiting that long? Transformers 4. Uh, uh, he is beginning work on it now. Uh, I thought he was just going to be executive producer and just let somebody else reboot it. Nope. Is he rebooting it? No. He said, or I can't remember if it was him or someone on the team... It's gonna be so, like someone said. You know, why like Rodimus Prime showing up no. and Galvatron? You know, Galvatron's gonna show. He's gonna get Nemoy again. Someone said, Galvatron. I'll tear you limb from limb, Ultra Magnus. The thing, no. Someone said, why would we reboot the series when we're making so much money off uh, of these characters? Look, the fact is, they could throw anything on the screen. They could throw the Muppets on yeah. the screen. Call it Transformers, and idiots will go and pay and see it. But here's my question. Realistically, logistically, scientifically, how are they going to, like, remember at the end of the third one, Optimus Prime chopped off Megatron's head and the... He and killed everybody. There was nobody left. So who's he going to fight now? They have to get new ones. Uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be like after uh, after the, the, the Transformers, the movie, 1986. They're going to have all new characters. If Rot, we're gonna have yeah, Cup. Yeah, except um, Megatron turned into Galvatron. Megatron's head was chopped off by Optimus Prime in in uh, the dark side of the moon. I don't know how to work, Carl. I don't know. So anyway. They'll just get new idiots. I mean... And, of course, as more details come out, we will get more and more uh, angry. God. So, yeah, so then you were, like, you were all annoyed by it, and then Spaceman David pleaded, a, pleaded for us to, to review it, and I was like, well, I, I didn't say this, but I'm like... You've got to be kidding me with this alarm. It's just like being in Jersey City. We are sitting across from a man and a woman who cannot figure out how to open their car door. Just get in what the car. What is the problem? Get in the car, turn it on, and leave. This is not a new invention. Oh. Anyway, what I was going to say was, we could review it now. We know it's going to well, be in it. That's true. Garbage! <laughs> Ah! Why? Turn the car on, you morons! <laughs> These people are completely <laughs> And the worst part is, it's the same car as one of those two retarded, like Jamaican Transformers <laughs> from the second Transformers movie. <laughs> Hey, Bond, hey, Optimus hey, Prime, man. Hey, what's going on? Yo, man. So, anyway. Yeah, Spaceman David. I posted on Twitter, on, on at Paunch Stevenson. Yeah. I posted, the only way I'm going to watch Transformers 4 is if the Autobots and Decepticons team up and waterboard Michael Bay <laughs> for two straight hours. Yeah. And then Spaceman David was like, no, 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 you guys have to watch it. Your reviews are so hateful and, and just, and, and, and so angry that it's hilarious. So uh, I think we should make a bond, make a pact. <laughs> we, will, we will continue to do this stupid podcast as long as Michael Bay continues to make horrible Transformer uh, movies. It's contingent on that. Yes. Oh, God. He's not going to stop. By the way, our 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 new uh, British super fan, Spaceman David, 
Not only is he doing the Paunch Stevenson show marathon. Now, I know. I see him posting comments on like episode one through ten. He's the first person to do the Paunch Stevenson show marathon, which is listen to every episode uh, in order from beginning to end. Well, he's like the tenth person to do that, right? But he's the first person to do that and leave a comment. Oh on each, no, he's no, he's not going to do that. And every no. episode. Oh my god, he's is he real? Did he tell you that? No, but that's what he's been doing. Oh my god! Every I episode. love it. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that is awesome because I get an email. Oh, Spaceman David left you a comment, and I read it, and I'm like, uh, oh man, I for, the, th this episode was from seven years ago. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. It's great. <coughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a good refresher for me about what we used to talk about. Oh boy, six years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, a lot of Paul Reiser and. <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> uh, one more thing. Mm. Just, just one more thing. Fun marching. I saw a commercial on TV the other night, and it was for a movie mm. coming out, and it was Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, <sighs> and they're playing police officers. Do you know what it's for? I don't know. Can't, I don't even want to know. They're, pl they're, 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 the two of them are police officers. They go through the training or whatever. Yeah. And I, I guess they're, it's a comedy, so they're messing up. They get transferred to this really bad district. Don't tell me it's police academy. No. 21 Jump Street. Ah, 21 ah, Jump Street, ah, ah. the movie. Is that, is that the one with Ice Cube? Yes. Ice T? I don't even ice know which cube. ice it is. Vanilla Ice. No, it's not Vanilla Ice. <laughs> so they turned it into a comedy. Oh, God. Just like with um, Starsky and Hush, A-Team, I Spy. Now 21 Jump Rape. Street. They're all rapists. They really are. They're just, they're rapists. Every single one of them is a rapist. <laughs> they're raping the past. They're, they're historical rapists. Is that it for you? Yeah. It's I got a, well, the one quick review was... Uh, AMC, a uh, new show came out, Kevin Smith's Comic Book Men. I saw that. Yeah, which... Well, I saw the first episode. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Um, so basically, it's these, like, this gang of four crackpots who work in his uh, Jay and Silent Bob secret stash comic book store in Red Bank, New Jersey. Yes. And then, like, they'll, you know, they go, they shoot them, like, through the day, customers coming in with some unique stuff crazy stuff and then they also have commentary during it they shoot uh because apparently they and kevin smith do some kind of podcast or something so i don't know they have like com them commenting on what happened during the episode right i don't know i think it's a pretty good show well i watched the first episode yeah and lately i've gotten into this show called pawn stars yes i like that show. which is about a pawn shop in las vegas and it's basically, <laughs> Pawn Stars is basically like a version of Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. Where people bring in these valuable things. Yeah. They bring them up and say, how much is this worth? It's an old Babe Ruth signed yeah, bat yeah, yeah, or whatever. Old gun, old sword. Yeah. And then they, they bring in an expert. They tell them how much it's worth. Yeah. And then they try to negotiate a deal. So this was very similar to Pawn Stars, which is also very similar to Antiques yeah, Roadshow. Yeah, well, there's nine million shows like that now. So it's basically like these nerds would come into the comic book store yeah. with an old comic book or a poster signed by by me, Stanley, yes. or something like that. Well, last night some guy came in with some kind of 3D comics from the 50s. Wow. But they weren't worth that much because they were haggling over the price. Right. And um, Oh, and you know the guy Jason Mewes who plays uh, Jay yeah. from Jay's? He was in there on the episode. He, he just shows up. And he starts, like, wrecking the place. He starts opening no. all the action figures. Uh, and he borrows money from them and doesn't pay them back. Yeah. And a goof. But it was similar to Pawn Stars, where the nerds come in, like, hey, yeah. I have this this poster from the 80s signed by well, Stan One guy Lee, came in like, with a lightsaber prop. Yeah, like props. Another uh, guy came in with the Batmobile. The, what? Yes, from uh, the 60s. Oh, wow. The Adam West. And then, uh, so, so they come in it's with... It's probably these, the same one that I saw, because it was in New Jersey. Yeah, probably. So these guys come in with all this 
different memorabilia and then they start haggling oh well what do you want to do i, I want to sell it all right yeah. well i'll give you thirty dollars for it. oh 30 i was hoping for 200 no 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 no. i'll give you 40 well yeah, can you I do mean, 100 i'll give you 45 can you give me 80 i'll give you 60 can you give me 70 did you see the it's one the same thing it's the same as pawn did stuff. you see the one where there was a guy with a goat fat guy with goatee and glass it's probably all of them <laughs> but he comes in with this binder full of like I don't know what they were. They were like, I don't know. They were like photograph, photographic proofs from some movie or something. Yeah. He wanted like eight hundred dollars for them. They got an expert in there who was even crazier looking than any of them. Wow. And this expert, he's like, stuff's worth like ninety bucks. <laughs> you know, it was like two hundred at the most, I and know. you want eight hundred? What, what are you talking about? Now I can't remember what movie. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what movie it was for. I don't remember. It was, um, it's like Flash Gordon or something I don't know, like that. something I don't old. Know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, look, the only reason that you watch those kinds of shows, there's two reasons. One, I like, I, I love American Pickers. They're like that, too. Well, I mean, they're out on the road finding stuff. Yeah. But the reason, there's two reasons. One, the stuff that they find, say, oh, oh wow, that's cool. I, didn't, I never knew about that. This is something I've never seen before. Right. And the other reason is that, that the these the people who are the stars of the show, these like goofy, kooky people are actually fun to watch. <laughs> right. You know, these are they look these are good guys. I mean it's not like these other these, you know, real housewife shows or oh. something or Jersey Shore where these people are degenerate scumbags. No, it's the worst. No, these are good people. Maybe dorky. So what? It is informative. And but you know, the funny thing about the comic book man, I was watching it. And here I am thinking that everybody, that the, the craziest people are going to be these crackpots that come into the store with the stuff. No. They're mostly normal. Well, relatively. They need to go on a diet, but they're mostly normal. The people who work in the store are nuts. <laughs> According to this one guy who has this, his hair is like a mushroom. He has this Prince Valiant haircut and this like ZZ Top beard. And he, he's like a homeless guy. He lives in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, but it's a good show. Yeah, I'll try to catch the, you know the upcoming episodes. I'll check it out. Um, I do have what was that it for you? Yeah. All right, last thing, real quick. You know Ouija boards. Yeah. So you know how people are so scared of Ouija boards, like oh, it's mystical and it has these magical powers and in Jumanji could, it is. You could talk to ghosts and you know, like the people always like gather around the Ouija board and move the thing to spell out words and mm. stuff. It's a ghost. Oh my god! And there are some people who genuinely are retarded enough that they genuinely believe that this is a mystical thing and ghosts are communicating with them. And to these people, I, I ask the question, how could something that is mass-produced in a Chinese toy factory, along with all the other board games, it's a mass-produced piece of cardboard in a factory that makes Monopoly right. and Sorry yeah, it's and like, the what? Game of Life. How could that be? How could this mass-produced piece of cardboard have mystical properties? Yeah, it's like if you if you build, if you uh, play Mousetrap, a real mouse appears, you know, it's... <laughs> Stupid. So st people are idiots. It's you know, Milton Monopoly Bradley. money turns real. Okay. Yeah, how is Milton Bradley going to make this mystical voodoo apparatus that... Ugh, stupid. Oh, well. It's people don't think. Yeah. Well, I guess we should mention gi the Giants. Ah, uh, yes, won the Super Bowl. New York Giants Super Bowl winners, embarrassing the New England Patriots. Well, they beat them by yet again. Well, they beat was the score? Beat them by four. Embarrassed. Yeah. So now we can play. We it's still safe to play the Eliza. Oh. <laughs> Orange Stevenson show bumper that she recorded. Well, I wasn't going to stop anyway. Um, 
All right, ready? I would have taken. I would have. The last play of the game. And had to do a field goal. And then he's holding it. That's a hold. The game is here to the end zone. Hernandez is there. Tipped him back. Yeah. Guy Ant. Super Bowl. Losers! Tom Brady's a loser. Look, yeah, show him crying. Show him crying to his Uggs. 